0: You're listening to a 3CR podcast, created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.
1: We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labor power, we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludges have been driven from our land. We face deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains. And break a couple of concrete pours to back our log of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Our builder's labour is age to make a man feel proud Again, don't know where, don't know when, but I know we'll meet again some sunny day.
0: Good morning, for the
1: Concrete.
0: <laughs> we're all having a tear up here at the Concrete Gang because we have to we're now. That one of our long term stalwarts of the show has decided to move on to greener pastures.
2: Yes, very sad.
0: And so we're bidding farewell to the one <laughs> buzzer, slippers, who is going to a uh, kind of place in the sky up the top of the Sea Bus bloody building. Hey! Leaving us now after all this time.
3: I'm never leaving you. I'm still part of the team. Come on, please, please. No. Yes,
0: indeed.
3: The Buzz is leaving
0: the uh, position he holds at the union and is going on to uh, bigger and better things. Sure, but anyway. Well,
2: when you look at the good side of all that, you know, I mean, there's, there's a few upsides to everything and, uh, you know, we're, we're crunching the numbers here at the old you uh, because of all the coronavirus and all that and, I mean, buzzer going, well, we're going to be saving a fair bit of money on uh, damaged cars, um, uh, what else, you know, fuel, uh, all sorts of things, old buzzer and, not know, to put the old scratch down the car and, and, uh, and
3: other people's
2: warrant.
0: Well... Wow. Let's just say there is a silver lining to everything.
3: I think I've had a competency level at most things I've tried to do in the union, but driving I haven't really accomplished a lot in that field. I think was it one was it down a one way street at Essendon Airport once that nearly scared you and you led, you led you said to me that's it, you're never driving again. That was the enemy driving with you. Yeah, well,
2: we were going down the freeway and you decided to get your iPad out from the back seat and as you were leaning over the back seat doing 110 k, the car mounted the the, uh, the, uh, the medium, strip. medium strip, went on the other side of the road, uh, we just cut across about three trucks, two cars, and ended up on the other side and uh, when you pulled up, I jumped out and said, fuck me dead. I said, mate, I've just dodged a bullet there, I've never, I caught a taxi back to the union then I had to... Front the front the uh, exactly the what, what's this taxi fare and I explained. then they said oh we'll, we'll put it
3: straight through. I don't think it beats the story at Brunswick when I went inside the uh, shop steward shed and I seen a certain I think it was a white station wagon early days there Commodore and it was rolling down the hill and, and rolling down the hill and uh, and I said some idiot's left their handbrake on the car well that idiot was me. <laughs>
2: That's not exactly how it went. We stand in the front the boss goes. Um, uh, um, I can say Jared. now, can't I? Jared. Gerard, Gerard um, uh, what What? you what your car? He goes, what, what, mind your own business, why are you asking that? He says, because there's a white station where you're rolling down the hill just going past the job now. And that was the old buzzers. Oh, you're a legend, mate. But I'll tell you what the biggest scare he did was when he, when uh, we got the mail, once he was he was given driving lessons in Geelong. Oh, Young wow. Jack. Young Jack is the youngest bloke's ever been on Valium tablets.
1: <laughs>
2: He's never recovered. He did get his license, but I can't believe the buzzer was given lessons.
3: Oh, oh yeah, oh, here we
2: go. Some things never change. All...
3: I did go to Caldwell Raceway for uh, some driving trips there after I, after a period of time of being um, having a few incidents. The organisation thought it was best that I go to. Um, Called a raceway and and do some driving instruction tips and that helped me for a little bit of time. I must admit. Yeah, but you got back to Melbourne. You
0: forgot it
2: all. <laughs> yeah, but you wanted all of us to do it. You are the only one that couldn't drive. But anyway, we're going here all, all the whole show telling stories about you, Buzz. But as we always say, it ain't all about you, mate
0: yes anyway the buzz is uh, moving on to greener pastures and we need to talk about the industry and where we're at at the moment because as everyone is well and truly aware we are in the middle of the pandemic and all the pressure that is going on to shut this industry is unbelievable and unfortunately a lot of people in the industry think it'd be a damn fine idea to shut down and have a paid break and everything will be fine in the world. Well, that ain't going to be how it works out. you are only got to start hearing the stories about the jobs that are cancelled, the jobs that have been shut, it's already jobs being shut. People are being put off. Once the process of downsizing the industry starts, it's very hard to start it again. We should not be rushing. And the union leadership has said we are not going to be rushing to a close down because once we have lost work on sites, the union will become irrelevant and we will be in a situation where we will be fighting for the basics of the EBA well into the future. So far we have kept working, there has been no giving away of any of our rights and conditions under the EBA and that's where we should stay. So don't get panicked, don't be in a situation where you're listening to all the doomsdayers and a general strike is not going to get you all paid for any stand down that does occur. So folks, chill out, let's keep working, 36 hours is better than bloody job start.
2: I'll tell you what, something in the issue the, the, the health and safety and the stewards on the jobs are showing, has been unbelievable, some of the you know, separation skills and some of that and... and uh, Colour coding chairs, and when pe- people come down for smoke on lunch, and, and separating the, the bases, been it's been a great eye, eye opener, and, uh, and even the commitment from some of the bosses or some of the bosses, most of the bosses, to uh, divide up the sheds and, and do things to keep everyone uh, at, a, at, a, at, a, at a reasonable um, uh, distance has been unbelievable.
4: Yeah, with the social distancing, I know I've noticed on a few jobs there that the stewards and the, have put dots on the ground. So when they're having toolbox meetings, everyone knows the stay the social distancing requirements, lineups to get in the hoist. There's dots on the ground, and more peggies. The best thing is we've got more peggies than we ever had. Them blokes need a cranking times like this, but it's bloody unbelievable, and the work they're doing is second to none.
2: And that's right, uh, that's right, Camper. We uh, we. Honestly, we there's been uh, no one given any credit to those those peggies. I mean, some of the work they're doing, and, and they're they're the front of all this because they're cleaning the toilets, the amenities, the, the whole lifts. thing, the lifts. They're doing everything. And we had a case the other day where a bloke came on the job and vomited in the toilet, and he had to clean all that up. And um, so uh, yeah, it's been a, um, been a been a been a been a, a bit of an eye-opener. So special shout out to all the peggies. Doing a fantastic job. I,
4: know, I want to give a shout out to one to Ray, uh, Ray Smith. Um, I'm starting to call him Glenn 20. He's gone uh, over and above. Rowdy, rowdy, rowdy.
3: Well, 20 here he is. He's got it everywhere. Handrails, everyone. If there's Glenn 20, he's got it. If you think in the last uh, 20 years, the things that the adversity and the positions that the union's come up against and two turns of the John Howard's government and two turns of the Liberal government at the moment and all the rest of it, this has been, I think, overtaken the whole lot of them as far as how, how it's been, how hard it is to manage. And uh, I'd just like to say that the job by our reps out there, what a fantastic effort. They've come under a huge amount of pressure. They've been getting um, getting threats by all sorts of... People from different organisations and the blokes are... You can understand the angst with the blokes. And uh, I just wanted to shout out there and give them all a big, a big uh, tap on the shoulders, although you're not allowed to tap them on the shoulders. But a big uh, thank you and job well done at the moment. Fantastic effort from the boys. And we should also hand out the bouquets. We
0: should also hand out the bouquets for the blokes who are working on jobs that are to do with creating the intensive care units and a number of uh, previously uh, shut down facilities around Victoria, getting them up to uh, hospital standard again so that if there is, however remote it might seem, it's probably going to happen, we are going to need intensive care units. And so the boys out at the icon job at St George uh, down at the Geelong private, there's a number of uh, yeah, well, venues this. who are working around the clock, all according to the EBA, I might add, who are doing a top job, well done.
4: Yeah, massive effort.
0: Yeah, massive effort.
4: But obviously, if you go on our social media, we've got some keyboard warriors in there are hating on all the efforts that we're doing, you know, and you know, it's easy to sit back, half of them aren't even members of the union and have a crack at us. We're trying to do our best, and our members are trying to do their best obviously keep going and we you know obviously we're going to deliver these corona hospitals so we can help the public and these bloke services are going to help and save lives
0: right so we should at this point also mention that the possibility of an industry shutdown is still there and under the state of emergency which is martial law basically the government can shut the industry down and the police will be used to enforce it so If we get to a standout, we will be in a situation where we're not necessarily terminated, and if you're not necessarily terminated, you don't have a right to redundancy, your holiday pay or anything else, because you're still on the books, but you're not being paid. In that sort of circumstance, there are a number of hardship payments in place through Incalink, through Co-Invest, and also through the federal government. And we are suggesting to people, before you do anything else, register with the government. At least get the 1100 bucks a fortnight out of the government, and then the hardship payments on, on top, and if it's a short shutdown, we will go OK. Longer shutdowns, there will be, I am sure, redundancy. But
2: well, what's that scream the government's giving the money to the bosses? The problem. Mate, you've got to be kidding. That is going to be the greatest disaster of all times. Giving the money to the bosses, imagine what's going to happen with all the plaster, painters, tilers and all that. No one's going to get the money. They're just going to keep it. The, what a rot! that's going to be. Yeah,
0: The idea is that people are supposed to be still on the books, but how would you know? We don't even know whether people are being paid uh, correctly or even if the money's going into the bank. So the rorts are going to be there, and at the end of all this... Regardless of the health issues, there will be major economic issues because the industry will be affected and there will be a lot of people who will be wrought in it and given everyone a very bad name. But one little bit of good news before we cut to a track and that is that the calendar has been upheld. So the Anzac Day substitute public holiday is still... In the calendar, it has been upheld, and the NBA and the rest of them have had to accept when they sign an agreement which has a calendar in it, they're signing on to it and it ain't changing. So
2: you finally had a win, Warren?
0: <laughs> Undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> righto, right, we'll cut to a track.
2: What are we cutting to? Well, we're going to surprise you. We're going to surprise you. We'll beg back, back after this. Because we be haven't ready. told them, Warren. We, we, we're doing this again from the union office and the very strange...
1: We've got two
0: microphones and we're fighting for the microphones across the table. With social distancing. <laughs> With social distancing. Oh,
2: the spray, the spray. We haven't got the spray. Oh, my there God.
0: My... social distancing has been a big God. issue in the last week. And let me uh, just report...
2: And Buzz has just been down double and bay
3: for his early morning swim and I haven't got any spray here. My God. I'm not, I'm, I've still got a bit of a foot in the Double dipping Bay. I, I don't mind the area down there. You know why? Yeah, I know
0: why. No, free parking. Yeah?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it. It's a bit of a colourful place, right down
0: there, right? I'd parking there. But anyway... I've seen
2: his phone number on the dummy wall down there, old buzzer, you
0: know? <laughs> right, social distancing wherever. One of the uh, matters we should report is that three of the uh, workers with IND formwork were this week, uh, as I understand it, fined by the police in the streets, too close together, having a smoke, and the police decided not just use their discretion and give a warning, but actually issued personal fines. And I keep saying to people that don't seem to get it, a state of emergency is basically martial law. Why the government, federal level, can send the military in to assist uh, any police force, whether it's in New South Wales, Victoria, wherever. And the sort of fines that are being dished out to massage parlours and all sorts of things, that's one thing. But in the street, the police are in a position, legally, and obviously with their attitude, to start enforcing social distancing. But equally, it wasn't long after those three blokes were uh, fined, just down the street, there was a picture of the cops all getting together. Way less than, uh, about 10 of them, way less than 1.5 metres apart. So there's gonna be one law for one and one law for the others as usual. So, social distancing.
2: I reckon that was a bit harsh because up in Queensland, blake has gone there for a rub-and-tug or, a tug, or a massage parlour or something. And he's tried to tell me he was, there, he was there for medicinal purposes only. I don't know how that, that would have held up in court, you know, but anyway. And it's a decent fine. It's like $1,600 a year yeah. yeah. out social distancing. How do, you, how do you know? Oh, you're talking about the rub and tug, eh? Uh, no, no, no Oh, sorry.
4: Yeah. Oh, 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 camper,
2: camper,
0: camper. Anyway, social distancing was an issue. It came up at uh, Melbourne Square this week. It's all been on the media, all the rest of it. It was handled, and it was handled. I'm not going to give too much credit to uh, the Department of Health and Human Services because... While they provided paperwork as to what should be done, there was a lot of questions that weren't getting answered as quick and as thoroughly as they should have been. Hopefully now, due to intervention by the union, the Department of Health is now grasping their responsibility and getting on with it. But social distancing is an issue. It's an issue, folks, for two good reasons. One, you get fined if you don't. But two, you have a responsibility. Because a lot of people have minimal uh, symptoms and therefore they don't necessarily appear like they're affected by corona and it's too easy then to pass it on. And that's what's been happening around the world. And uh, as of today, we've got over a million people infected. Let's keep it down to the sort of levels we've managed to do in
2: Australia so far. Now young Warren, now I think we now we've done enough with corona because yeah, I, everyone's corona. just about the sick sick of it. As you know, uh, Warren, there's a lot of people out there are sick of the, hearing about the corona. And have your
0: flu injections.
2: And have your flu injections. So we should just talk a bit about jobs, you know, Not I mean not the scallywags yet, you a bit of job news. And Buzzer, you've got a bit of job news, haven't you? Have I?
0: <laughs> <laughs> have I? Hey, we, we've,
3: we've done we we've done Brown the death, but... Um, oh, the circus. Yeah, the circus, the clowns in the circus. I thought that was very well done by yourself, but uh, I did have a look at a Element 5 job this week, uh, and it was, um, let me tell you, if they're worried about three on the lift, that's the least of their worries. If they actually went down, WorkSafe went down to Element 5 in uh, Thistleweight Street, South Melbourne, what they would see is a site that resembles some sort of Tip site, right? Hills and bunkers and um, um, steel sticking everywhere and no Rio caps on anything and blokes working close by close. So I think they need to get out amongst it. If they're going to police the uh, the lifts, then maybe they need to go to Ironside. They can have a good day spent down at Thistleweight Street because there's two Ironside jobs and two Element 5 jobs. And the crane, you have to climb about... Oh. 48 metres to get to the top of the crane. No-one seems to be too concerned about that. So the whole thing down there. Let's see, works, say, proactive down that area or down.
2: Yeah, that's like the Bermuda Triangle. I don't know who's organising that area. Oh, that was you. <laughs> oh, sorry, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if I could get on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So element five, still the same old stuff, you know, breaking every rule in the book. And you just got to look at that job, drive past it, as Buzzer was giving the report there. I mean this work-safe wankers, instead of worrying about how many blokes are in the lift, so I want to get down there. Yes, and uh, maybe
0: we should mention Cates.
4: Oh, obviously, and we did say we did want to stop talking about corona, but we went down there, um, no social distancing. They had 20 on the job. They had a uh, smoker shed that could fit for social distancing, and they just wanted to keep on going, even though they had a case on their job, not long longer.
2: I've got to say, uh, so, spent. So that was Deacon Uni. Deacon I've got to say, out at um, uh, the uh, Clayton Hospital, Keynes have done a very good job. As much as that you know, it kills me to say, but I've got to give them credit where credit's due. Out at the Clayton Hospital, they've done a very good job out there. And Dave, An- Dave Anderson, our OH&S bloke out there, he- he's done a marvellous job. And uh, anyway, you'd like to think... you'd. You'd like to think a a job in a hospital would be pretty well done, but anyway. This is the issue. The
4: issue is they're doing it all right in their big jobs, but their little jobs out in the suburbs, They're little, not their jobs... School jobs. Their little school jobs. They're they're taking the piss out of our our membership and everyone, you know what I mean?
3: And they always have. And they're doing a good job on the Crown Plaza because they shut it down. Nobody's working there because uh, uh, that's where um, where everyone's going straight from the airport to isolation. So in the Crown Plaza, the construction site there's been put on hold while all the people are held up in the motels. That's another debate I've got to have about how that's going to end up.
0: Well, if you stay in the Crown Plaza, you're doing better than some of the low price, <laughs> low, low price places. Other people get
2: put into. Like Formula One, where the union used, one union one. union used to send us. Jeez, you, 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 you used that. to have a tat slot number on your room, no key, and then you get get a you know full of full of Terps and you end up trying to get back and trying to remember your number. Jeez, what a drama that oh, was.
0: So what about some and lalas well, Who uh, we got? Yeah, who I we got? I'm going Multiplex because they have sooked up big time about the hoists even though there's an agreed industry, not work safe, agreed industry standard. What happens? Oh, it doesn't suit them on their very tall jobs and they had a big sook up. Well, folks, get a life, move your amenities up the building so that you don't have people having to depend on getting from the bottom to the top every time they come down.
2: I think you've left that a bit late though, Warren.
0: Anyway, moving on. Cops who can't do social distancing themselves. uh, Work safe in the Department of Health and Human Services who, as always, arrive late. A bit like the Americans get into a world war. They always get there late. And uh, bit like,
2: like someone else we Kane know, too.
0: At Uni. Kane at Deakin Uni. Element 5 down South Melbourne. And for a Sookie Lala of the extreme kind, icon Lou Ronnie. Oh, not again. Pages and pages of thoughts on the uh, problems of the industry and coronavirus at the start of the week and wanted to organise his own working group.
3: Lou Rawney, get a yeah. well, well, he actually did say the industry was going to shut down last week, so he got it wrong. Lou, just admit it, you got it wrong. Uh, I, got it, I got it firsthand, you said it was going to shut down, well, it didn't. So, there you go.
0: You're the national construction <laughs> manager of the company, and there are three jobs which are disastrous two in Sydney and one in Brisbane. Mate, just concentrate on your problems.
2: Righto, I've got to get it control of this. Where are we going with? Come on. Scallywag,
4: go um, I'm going to say
2: Maltese. All right. Mal yeah, I'm with you. Maltese, yeah, Maltese, Maltese I'll, Maltese, I'll Maltese, go with you. And Lou Rawnie, please. That's a silky lather by Mal. Oh, yeah, I think he's he's made a he's made a
0: big claim for the uh, overall. Time. He has.
2: But we'd, uh, we'd like to say a few kind words about our old mate Buzzler because you know, we love taking a piss out of each other on the concrete gang, but he's been a great asset to the concrete gang his good social conscience with the union, uh, all the stuff he's done you know, down in Geelong and, and around here, he's been a great, great asset to the union and we, he's going to be sh- short, sorely missed, especially by me.
4: I'm going to say who this might be. I'm a pretty bad driver and I always was less than buzzer, but if, if he's gone, I'm going to be the worst driver. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that at all. We can bring
2: him back for a cameo every, every now and then. All right, Buzzer, thanks very much. And we'll go out the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare
0: to if go we don't fight, fight, we lose. The Good morning. The thanks, Good
1: on I like that. We'll meet again. Don't know where. Don't know where. But I know we'll meet again Some sunny day Keep smiling through Just like you always do
0: You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia.